Preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. All right, and welcome in to our 18 listeners to episode two of Bluegrass Betting. This is KB. I'm here with my boy John Bones. John, how are you, sir? What's up with the people? I am. I'm here. I'm doing good. Doing good. Tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't uh, get the birthday present that I wished for after last night. Tough loss for the cats. Yeah, kind yeah. of expected. Yeah, uh, I I wouldn't say expected. I I wanted to win the game. I I felt yeah. like we had a pretty decent shot at going in. I didn't really realize how good Duke was going into the game. <laughs> they, of course, I knew all good. about the. The retirement tour and what that is and mm-hmm. what what it's going to be like all year and of course I yeah. did expect it to be a big slob fest for Coach K in the media and a big slob fest by the referees it's and be it turned out to be year, man. both yeah uh, and I think they were they're they're just a step ahead of us right now for one uh, I kind of I texted the group yesterday and just during the day I felt like there was just too much going on kind of just weird stuff surrounding the game I just it kind of started feeling like an unwinnable game to me. Just with the whole Coach K thing, and I did think they had a little bit better team. They had the two best players on the court, so they did. I would have liked to have seen our freshman play a little bit more. Obviously, we've gone back and forth uh, yeah. about about who should be playing and who shouldn't. You know, I I don't really care how skinny Damian Collins is. You mm-hmm. seem to care a little bit more. I don't think I, two points or two yeah. minutes is enough. Personally, sure. I, I think I just think in that game, I just don't think it's time to bring in Collins. I don't. I just don't think he's quite there yet, just based on what I've heard. I mean, Bancaro and Keels were on the floor for Duke. Yeah, but they're way, way ahead of where Collins is. So far ahead. Okay. I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> we don't know. I don't I, feel like we yeah, know. Yeah, I feel like we do a little bit. He's just okay. so skinny. All right. Um, but I, what I did hear today, I didn't uh, even think about this. Uh, Coach K with Duke, I hate talking about them, but where Coach K's retiring at the end of this year, he didn't do any of the summer recruiting. It was all John Shire. So Coach K has been with the team all summer, where every other coach in the country has been out recruiting, been doing things. Coach K was in the gym with his team from, like, May on. And that's kind of unprecedented, but I think that's why they came out so crisp. Um, and they're really talented. Um, Pinchero's probably the first or second pick, and that kills guy. I, I mean, he's got to be a lottery pick, I would think. He looks like a you know, just an NBA two guard to me. They kind of bullied us a little bit. A they're little, big, man. Yeah, they're big. Yeah. I mean, I, Kentucky's going to be really good, too. And I, I know this sounds like a broken record from anybody that knows me, uh, knows that it's going to sound like a broken record coming from me. And Kentucky fans in general, we have that wait till March narrative, which. You know, seems broken record, but <laughs> broken record at this point. It, it's gonna happen a little quicker. I Our think, fans are so annoying. We have the worst dude. fans. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's the end of the world, or it, that's really all it is. Ever. I, I think. Yeah, you know, I, just no I gave up for, the I gave up the gold standard thing a few years ago. Like, yeah, I'm over it, dude. It, it is so there's, hard. There's to win other a good. There's other good programs. Yep. Like, 
we're one of the good ones. You know, we have good teams usually. Let's just get over the like. We're not, you know, we're not just world beaters yeah. every game. So someone tried so. to bring up the fact that like. Oh, Kentucky's lost like twenty of their last thirty games, and I was like, like "Get out of here, why? bro! Like, this that's is the a dumbest new thing team ever. with a completely different new roster." Uh, we've like, seen we've seen UNC go on stretches like that. Uh, I, I think Duke had not the best stretch, like in the early two thousands or maybe the mid nineties. They had a stretch. It's 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 it goes in cycles. Yeah, if you th- I mean, if you think like that, you're please, the worst. You're the worst. Please grow up. Do not speak to me. Grow up. Um, but there's there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. We're we're gonna be fine. We have good players. We're not gonna go nine and whatever we went again nine, nine and 16. sixteen. So I, I'd say by the end by March, I expect us to be a top three seed in the tournament and have pretty much as good of a chance as anyone to get to the final four. So let's just enjoy the ride, enjoy the team, love the players. Um, but yeah, it's so after to do. so after what I saw last night from Kentucky and Duke, because I think it stretches Kentucky look pretty good, and then obviously you think that Duke is one of the top two or three teams in the country at this point. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. If there's eight better teams, I got to see them. Okay, so, and yeah. and that's where I that's where I kind of want to hit next is you know you have in that next wave after Gonzaga and UCLA because I know how good Gonzaga and UCLA is. Yeah. UCLA brought everybody back. Gonzaga brought Timmy back and added the number one player in the country in Chet Holmgren. For sure. We're going to touch on that in a second. Villanova UCLA Mm -hmm. tips off on Friday at 11.30 p.m. Eastern time. Do they really? You going to stay up for that? Uh, Probably. Pollock Pavilion. Uh, I'd like to see that game. Uh, I did see an interesting uh, take on UCLA. Um, They, last year in that tournament, they went to the Final Four. You know, Johnny Juzang went off. But they almost lost that play-in game to Michigan State. They were they were in the first four. What if they had just lost that game, to Michigan State? Would they be ranked number two in the country? You know what? Probably not. I, I, I <laughs> thought that was a very yeah. very interesting for sure tidbit yeah, on them. I a... do like their team. Um, Mick Cronin probably doesn't have as much respect for me as he should. I think he is kind of a goofball, but uh, I do like John Juzang a lot. I mean, yeah, hate, hated to lose Juzang. I think that was a product of just what the pandemic gave us. For so. sure, I don't know a ton about Nova. Uh, great coach, obviously. I'm sure they got a bunch of really good I think guards. They had two five-year players um, returning. I know Gal- Colin Gillespie is back, uh-huh. and they had a kid the other night. His name is Justin Moore. Went six of eight from three. Is that game at UCLA yeah, or Poly, at, Poly, is it Poly at Poly? Yep. Um, I can't. Are they that, gonna get up for that? You know? I see. I don't know how you. I just feel like you people in Los Angeles don't care that much about college basketball, sports in general. Yeah, really. I mean they they're Lakers, Dodgers, and I mean they don't care about the Rams that much. They really don't care about the Chargers, right? So I I don't. Know Chargers are playing out. road games at their own stadium um, every week. So. Maybe they will. Where it's was it number two versus number like four. Is yep. Nova, Nova's like number four, mm-hmm. um, I would think. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I just think it's exciting. I'm glad there's a couple games like this to start. Like, uh, ask me if I'll stay up. I probably will because, you know, I love college basketball, and I'll, I'll stay up for that game. I'll see what's going on, at least the first half. Early line has us at minus two and a half UCLA. Yeah, uh, that's just like a – it's probably a pick them, and they gave them three points because they're at home. Yep. Um I mean, toss. I I wouldn't. I'm definitely not going to bet it. So with UCLA, yeah. With UCLA bringing back everybody, I would probably play UCLA here. Yeah. Just as a fun play, I know Villanova's brought a lot of brought their two studs back from last year. They had a good team last year as well. Came up short in the tournament and lost to the eventual champions Baylor. I'll go UCLA here. I think college basketball has me grasped 
Um, a little bit closer than they have in recent years, especially because Nova of the finish last deals. year. They finished like Nova always does, right? They're, they're pretty good. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. They lost to Baylor, so I mean, um, I'll, all... I'll tell that that kind of comment I read on UCLA. They might, I think, they might have a little bit of a boost preseason just off that run, and that easily could have not happened. Right. Um, they but, were playing so good. Yeah. Man. Like, it, and uh, if but if that didn't happen, they're probably ranked like 16th or 17th. You would think they so. both had a uh, cupcake matchups this week, and yeah. they both blasted so, both pe- both teams. So I'll ride and not bet Nova. <laughs> Moving forward to Saturday, we have Texas at Gonzaga in Spokane. Chris Beard. Chris Beard, big game debut. Devin Askew. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the good ones, one of the great ones. Yeah, that's what he said. said. I gotta see that. Well, we did we did see Cameron Fletcher go have a pretty good game for Florida State tonight. I like so. Cam Fletcher when he's here. I like when he got here. He had great size. I hate that he transferred, but I guess they just couldn't. Cal wouldn't play him. Yeah, wouldn't uh, put him on the floor. I thought he had really good size for the position he was. He was so long. Gonzaga brings the number one player in the country, Chet Holmgren. Yeah, had 14. I gotta see him. I'd like to see him play Duke. Yeah, yeah, He's, I think they'd be a little. You know, they might cave his chest in. Yeah, because like, that guy's. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, you know, saying he's not going to be great, and you know, these scouts don't know they're talking about. But man, he's tiny. He's long so, though. He put up a weird, like, crazy stat line. Fourteen guess, points, yeah. thirteen rebounds, seven blocks, six assists. Yeah, uh, it was against Dixie State that I yeah. did not I had not heard of. Never heard of that school before. Um, Gonzaga did not cover their forty point spread last they night. They did not. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean. Um, I like Chris Beard a lot. I think he does good things at Texas. I'm not sold on Devin Askew, but, you know, he'll probably go down there and start going off. But, uh, <laughs> knowing knowing yeah. the guys that Cal has had and yeah. let out of here, probably so. Um, that'll be enough. When's that game? That game is Saturday. I do not have the, have the time. time, but it's okay. West Coast, so I imagine probably seven, eight, nine. Yeah, uh, I'd really like to watch both these games. I'm, uh, this is the point of the year you're trying to learn every team, trying to see what's going on, uh, you know. Gonzaga, all, well, we will get to see Gonzaga play Duke in a few weeks, actually. Do they, they reference, play? Yeah, they reference that during the classic class. Uh, okay, I'm going to tune so, into that because I want to see because I want to see how Chet does with the old because uh, Duke's big everywhere. Their guards are big, their wings are big, they're yep. long. That center, Mark Williams, I think is his name. Yep. Uh, monster. Uh, he's not like the star of the team, but he's just huge. So, yeah. No spread here yet. Probably get to you a little bit closer as we draw to Saturday. Uh, Gonzaga without Mark Few right now. Yeah, yeah, I think he's Was missing he, the first three games. Is yeah, okay. Um, the DUI in the summer. That might make me want to lean Texas, but I mean, I'm sure. Like I said, I'm I think gonna it's going to be a like a sneaky big number. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe six, games, seven. What's Texas ranked? Are they ranked? Texas top five. Are they top five? Yeah. Dang, they're coming in hot like that. Yeah. Um. Of course, Shaka left a decent team. So yeah, Shaka never did terribly down there. It was just never what it was supposed to be. I think they got beat in the first round last year. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go Gonzaga for no reason at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're the number one team, I guess. So, where where'd you go on with that one? College basketball is here. I tend to lean Gonzaga here. Yeah, I don't know I mean, what the line is, but is I, it at Gonzaga? Yeah, okay. in Spokane. Let's go with the home team. Okay. Um. So yeah, quick little uh, basketball kind of uh, recap there. Um. Start to the season. We'll get more into that as the season goes on. I just I love how the storylines develop uh, during college basketball. Once conference play starts, you start seeing how the tournament's going to shape up, seeding wise. I just I love the ride every year. Um. But after that, we're going straight into. Uh, 
straight into our college football picks. I had an um, – I think we neither of us had great weekends this past week. I had uh, – Let's look at our records. I was eight and fourteen, so I picked eight out of twenty-two right. Bones had a pretty good college football week. Uh, he's above five hundred. He went twelve and ten. Um, I think we just bet all the wrong ones. I think I bet my fourteen losses, and you bet your ten losses. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the case. I don't know, but yeah, it wasn't great. But um, but that's just kind of college football. It's kind of unpredictable. But we got another big week of games this week. A lot of uh, a lot of big ones. So I'm really hoping one of those playoff uh, contenders gets beat because I'd like to get this a little more clarity and all that and how that's shaping up. So I think it's definitely a possibility we come out with the top four of Georgia. Number two is Alabama, so that didn't change. Number three is Oregon, so they moved yes. up one slot. And yes. then the Ohio State Buckeyes go to number four. Yeah. So they're, they're loving the power five. I right think there. someone gets beat this week. It just feels like it feels like someone's going to get beat this week. Okay. Um, so we'll, uh, I guess we'll kind of see what happens. But uh, first game, uh, got a th- big Thursday nighter. I'm looking forward to watching this one tomorrow night. Uh, we've got uh, the Tar Heels of UNC headed over to Pittsburgh. This line started at six and a half. It's uh, had some Pittsburgh money coming in. It's up to a full touchdown at seven. Um, so Pittsburgh at home. We uh, know about Kenny Pickett. Uh, UNC coming off a big win against Wake Forest. Absolute shootout, 58-55. And Pittsburgh beat and covered against Duke. They won 54-29. to uh, What do you got on this one, John? So, you know, anybody that knows me, which most of you with our 18 listeners probably does know me, knows that I like to scout a little bit. I'm a big draft guy and like to see what's going on. Sam Howell started the season as the number one quarterback, quarterback probably going into twenty twenty two. Yeah. And going to the NFL. And I think Kenny Pickett is probably the fastest rising quarterback uh-huh. as far as the NFL draft goes. North Carolina's defense is on the wrong side of fifty yeah. um in the, total defense. They are one of, of the worst defenses in the country. Yeah. And that league, horrible. There's not a ton. Sam Howe's playing better. That dude can run, dude. He is tough. Sam Howe? He can run the football. He he only he's thrown over three hundred yards a handful of times, but He's near 100 yards rushing just about. I think I saw game. like some weird stat where he's got like the most uh, some kind of broken stat, broken tackles or rushing stat for a quarterback. It was like up there with um, once Bowden took over, and um, it was some it was a crazy stat. I didn't. I thought Hal was like yeah. a back. He lost his. Passer. He lost his top two receivers from a year ago. Oh, okay. So that kind of hurt him from the beginning. Pitt's offense is fourth in the country in big plays. Really. So. You know, I, I know Kenny can sling it. I, I think he's going to be too much for this North Carolina defense once again. It's North be Carolina overplay. Yeah, North. It's probably freakishly high. North Carolina. They covered against Wake last week. Depending on the line that you got, I saw it at two and a half. They put. Uh, I picked it at three, and they pushed that. So yeah, you pushed. Okay. <laughs> Over under set at seventy three and a half. Yeah, it's it's an exciting game. I think I'll tune into this one over the NFL game for sure. I'm leaning Pittsburgh here. I think they cover it. I don't think North Carolina can keep up, and I don't expect them to be able to stop. Yeah, um, bets are about split on this one. Uh, big money's on Pittsburgh. Eighty six percent of the money. Um, I. I've been saying Pitt all week. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go UNC here. 
I'll say UNC covers. Uh, now that's up to a full touchdown. Um, I'll take my points with UNC and uh, you know kind of roll the dice. We'll see how it goes. I hope for a lot of points because I have no dog in this fight. Uh, but kind of moving on here, I think uh, um, Cincinnati, they've had the weirdest couple weeks, especially last week. Uh, they uh, What do they barely – they kept Tulsa out of the end zone by, what, a, I mean, a yard. Yep. Um, but they're laying 23-and-a-half. They're going on the road to U- U- uh, to USF, South Florida. Um, 23-and-a-half is a lot, man. I don't. They've not covered these big spreads. They haven't. They've looked pretty human the last couple of weeks. And they need to. They need to be winning by yeah, a lot. They need, they need these wins or else they're just going to be depending on people to lose, mm-hmm. which – I don't you think know. enough are going to lose unless they need. They needed to be winning by twenty, thirty points, and they just. I mean. Yeah, I mean they they sit at five in the power, in the college football playoff ranking. I think that's enough to get it done. I don't. I don't know. You know, if they get in the top four and they win out, how are you going to take them out? Because I just if don't you like get a, it, I don't like it. I mean, I, I don't want to <laughs> see Cincinnati in the college football playoff. That's for sure. Yeah. I, you know, they they need. They don't deserve to be in it, in my opinion. That yeah, we kind of so, touched on that last week, but yep. I, I just hate to see them get in. You know, this is a big number. South Florida's two and seven. They scored forty-two points against Houston last week. I don't see how they keep this a game with Cincinnati. Cincinnati is better, probably every position. They are. I think as lackadaisical as lackadaisical Cincinnati's looked in the last couple of weeks, I think they come back and cover this total. You think they come back? Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, Houston's pretty good. Uh, looks like USF uh, put up a good, you know, decent game. Yeah, 54-42. Uh, Cincinnati's good on defense. Yeah, uh, I guess Houston's not. I haven't watched a ton of their, you know, ton of them. But um, I just hate laying points with Cincinnati like that. Uh, but I don't. Yeah, I, I probably I, wouldn't bet it. But it, yeah, this just isn't for a what bet. we're doing here um, to pick it. I'll go against you on this one. Uh, I'll go. I'll go South Florida with okay. my points and not bet it. <laughs> okay. Uh, no way, I'm betting South Florida. But uh, yeah, I'll take uh, take the points there, and then we're going. Uh, this is a really big game. Uh, I think it started off. Michigan was uh, this Michigan at Penn State. I think it started off. Michigan was like a two two and a half point favorite. It's been bet down to pretty much a pick'em. I think Penn State's getting a point right now, just being the home team. Um, See, Michigan, they're coming off a big win. They won and covered against Indiana. Uh, and Penn State won and covered against Maryland. Um, where where are you going here, guy? I mean, this is a big game. So I read, read possible snowflakes in Allentown on uh, Saturday. Really? It's a big noon kickoff. That's a tough home environment. Yep, So definitely is. It'll be interesting to see if they turn out. I think Penn State's kind of losing their faith in James Franklin. Mm-hmm. I think some teams are going to be coming, calling for James Franklin and USC, LSU, and maybe even Florida. I think he's a hot candidate right now. Yeah. And Penn State's not overly happy with him. So I hope Florida hires James Franklin. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. I. You know. I, I don't really have that much of an opinion on the guy one way or the other. I thought Michigan bounced back in a big spot. I think they're better than Michigan State, and the, and apparently the voters on the college football playoff did too because they did jump yeah. Michigan State after Michigan that. State lost to Purdue. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Michigan in this spot. I think that all three of these teams in this race between Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State all uh, have a chip have a uh, chip on their shoulder right now. Yeah, and they they want to prove that you know they belong in the in this top four. So I think they're all going to be in the discussion. Obviously, it's going to play itself out in the next couple of weeks. 
but uh, I like Michigan here. Um, you know, after that really tough loss to a really bad, ugly loss to Illinois, Penn State's played a couple good football games. Uh, they uh, played really tough uh, in the horseshoe at Ohio State. They lost, but they, uh, uh, you know, they did cover that spread. They came back. They they beat Maryland handily, 31-14. Um, I'm going to roll with the home team here. Uh, Fade Harbaugh in big games. He's yeah, I think he's got a, I mean, a half decent record against Penn State, I, I believe. Uh, but I'm gonna roll with the home, the home Nittany Lions. With my, I'll take my point, see if they can cover it. Well, they're not actually their favorite, aren't they? As the home team, um, I'll roll Penn State here. We're we're over three here, no agreements at all. I like it. <laughs> um, after this, we're going to uh, uh, going to Louisville, Kentucky, where Syracuse right is down headed. the road. Yeah, right down the road. Louisville uh, lost a heartbreaker last week. Um, they were right there at the goal line, lost by six to Clemson. Um, Clemson covers, I guess that's, um, no, they ended up not covering. Um, so Clemson uh, does beat Louisville there at the end. Syracuse, they're, I don't know, they've like been in some games, but they're not really, I don't know if they've really beaten anybody. They're, they're not definitely not known a great football school, but um, what what are you thinking here? If Louisville's, Louisville's played tough, they've lost a lot of close games. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like they can get out of their own way. Cunningham ran it well against Clemson, and he had 134 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Shoot. Syracuse has won two straight. Yeah. And coming off the bye week, you know, I, I'd say, um, you know, Louisville, they're struggling with their crowd right now, aren't they? They're, they're, yeah, not, getting, they're, they're not selling a lot of tickets. Last week they put out some stuff like incentivize – People to come. They're giving out free concession vouchers and stuff. Uh, yeah, not a, not a. But this year, I'm pretty sure this week is the Lamar Jackson trophy uh, statue unveiling. Okay. Um, they're doing a stat- statue for him, right? Yeah. Uh, rightfully so. Uh, I think this is the week. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So they should have a crowd here. I don't put a. I don't put too much stock into the unveiling of a statue is bringing in the people you know they love Lamar they do love Lamar yeah they do love Lamar I don't see Louisville carrying it over to the field I think they I think they lose this game and I'd probably play I'd maybe even place money line on Q's here really you like the Q's yep I'm gonna go Louisville I think they lost a lot of close ones Um, I think they're due for a win yeah I'll take the home team as much as I don't like them and I don't like their coach um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go Louisville covering the. Right, we're trending in the different directions. Different directions. Yeah. It's gonna be an interesting, uh, interesting week here. We'll see who who comes out. Uh, big game in the Big Twelve up next. Um, we have Oklahoma. They're definitely kind of in that playoff hunt. Um, number eight in the ranking right now. They, Little... I saw their number eight, but uh, Pro Football Focus put like a percentage chance of making the playoff, and they're like number. I think they're number four. Okay. Uh, uh, like that's who you know they grade out as having I, the best. You know, chance. I wonder. I wonder if the Big Ten just kind of, if the Big Ten, the Pac twelve, if some shenanigans happen, uh-huh. and you come down to like having to pick Cincinnati or Oklahoma, you know, is a big is a pack is a Big Twelve championship going to mean more than Cincinnati? Because Cincinnati doesn't. Do they play a conference championship? I'd say I don't know. Okay. Um, I'd say they'll beat whoever they play uh, if they do. I, I don't, what conference are they in? Like CAA or something? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I um, Baylor lost a tough one last week to um, who did we lose to? I know a TCU after it was, that was a weird one to me. I I, I bet Baylor too because um, TCU lost their coach. And, I guess I guess uh, Gary Patterson helped 
prepare the coaching staff. Like a transition Yeah, period. try to give them as smooth of a transition okay. as possible. Um, but still, they just seem like – I guess TCU's um, – Maybe they seem like they lost a lot of games. Yeah, um, that They've was been a, that was a too. surprising result for me. I think for a lot of people, I think a lot of people had Baylor uh, last week. Um, I do. I like Baylor to bounce back here. I'm getting five and a half points at home. Um, I, yeah, I'm getting five and a half. I'm I've been a fade Oklahoma kind of guy. I, they've won some games. I've not been. I, I'm just not sold on them. I'm just not. Um, so I'm 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 Baylor here. I'll take my points with the home team. So Oklahoma's coming off of a bye, and I think Caleb Williams with the with the with an earlier start would be the Heisman Heisman candidate and maybe the favorite. He blasted Texas Tech. Yeah, Texas Tech. Yeah, it's fifty two twenty one. He had six touchdowns. So I mean, yeah, it's Texas Tech, but six touchdowns, four hundred yards. I feel pretty good about Oklahoma here. I think that they'll bounce back off of the bye week. I, you know, Baylor, if you could get it to a touchdown, maybe. Yeah, I get the full. Um, well, I don't think it's going to go there. I mean, five and a half. Um, it might get to six. Um, but, yeah, I don't see it going the full touchdown. But, uh, but yeah, I'm rolling Baylor Bears. So, you're going Oklahoma. Is that five straight we've – yeah, five straight we disagreed on? Okay. So – a lot of different thoughts. <laughs> I actually, I actually wrote a, I wrote Baylor down here, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna switch it to Oklahoma. You gonna switch Oklahoma? Yep. Um, okay. After that, we got a SEC battle. Um, not really of of consequence after Auburn uh, lost last week to uh, to Texas A&M. They got beat pretty good. Three uh, points. Um, was it? I thought it was twenty to three. Twenty to three. Yeah, yeah. they scored three points. Um, didn't see that coming. Uh, I, uh, Texas A&M was at home. I, I mean, I thought. I, um, thought they de- definitely could win, clearly, but I didn't see that coming. Uh, so they just they handled them. Um, Texas A&M's been on a roll though. Um, Auburn's laying five and a half points. Uh, they're at home. Uh, Mississippi State lost a tough one last week to Arkansas. I thought that was a pretty tough game. Mississippi State did cover that. I think we both picked that. Yep. Uh, we took Mississippi State. I think they were getting like five and a half. Rogers was impressive again. Four hundred seventeen yards, four touchdowns. So I think Auburn's defense. What a lot about, better in Arkansas. Uh, so. What about um, Mike Leach's comments about uh, he just blasted his kicker? Did you see that? I did not. He just straight out said it, and it's like a post is in his press conference or at least a statement. Like anyone on campus that can kick, like we we need you, like come out to practice or something. <laughs> um, I think it was an obvious joke, but like I mean, he just straight put his kicker on blast. Uh, if you could bet, like a missed. Mississippi State field goal this week, I might take that back. <laughs> I mean, their kicker might just purposely miss a kick. Um, I don't know. Auburn, I feel like Auburn's got the better roster here, no? Like, they've got to have a better better players and everything. They, yeah, I think it's a big Bo Nix rebound spot. Yeah. I think, you know, being at home will probably help Auburn in this spot as well. Rodgers has been playing really well, as I mentioned before. The, what's our line here? Uh, lines five and a half. Uh, some pretty even money here. Fifty nine percent of bets are on Auburn. Um, a little bit more money is on Mississippi State. Fifty one percent is on Mississippi State to cover that five and a half. You know what? I'll I'll back Rogers after two really impressive weeks. I I think Mississippi State covers this. Um, I think we're gonna have a first agreement here. Uh, I I like um, Mississippi State. Just seems to be playing good. So uh, they're um, they're uh, you know getting five points here. I you know the, I can see Auburn winning by three to four. Um, maybe Auburn just kind of slips here and just takes you know takes an out. Might just be that time of the year for them uh, where they take one. I They're do- still, 
I think they kind of messed up the driver's seat in the, in the SEC West. They did. If uh, They can still beat uh, – if they beat Bama, though, and Texas A&M wins out, Texas A&M will come out of the West because they have that head-to-head over Bama. Right. Um, so, another uh, – after that one, we've got another big SEC – not a big SEC game, but um, I, I don't know if Georgia has a tougher game after this. Maybe the most um, compelling for Georgia so far, especially after the way Kentucky played I against Tennessee I think we might week. finally see a team score more than – more than a couple touchdowns uh, against Georgia. Georgia's uh, on the road at Tennessee. They're laying 20 and a half points. Um, Georgia um, coming off uh, another blowout win against Missouri. Missouri's not very good. Tennessee beat they uh, they beat Kentucky at Kroger Field in an absolute stupid game. Uh, they beat us yeah. 45 My, my reverse psychology did Tennessee. not work. I, I'm sorry, work. people. It but, worked horribly. You know, I, I didn't have a good feeling at all about it all last week, but we're going to talk about Tennessee. They had a 75-yard touchdown on their first drive, 72 yes. yards on their second, 18 mm. yards, 37 yards, 6 yards, 461 total yards of offense. Uh, time of possession, which is probably the most painful thing to read, 13 minutes and 52 seconds. That is just – I just – I can't. I so, can't. pains me to read those numbers. They gave up 99 – no, 100 plays on defense. So, those guys are not going to be well-rested. Georgia hitting their stride on offense. I think they scored 45 against Missouri, maybe 44. And going, kind of going into that's kind of how I see this game going. I think Tennessee can score a couple, maybe two or three touchdowns against them. Um, but if Kentucky can move the ball like that, Georgia's going to – I mean, I, I see a lot of points. I think the over-under is at 56, and I think this is probably one of my better plays of this week. I, I might – I might hammer this one, the the over the over 56 on this game. Obviously not going to miss this guy against Missouri, but they did lose Adam Anderson, who has been charged with rape. Oh, God. Yeah, and he was their leading sack guy. So they, really? Yep. He's Georgia, a senior. Uh, lost, Georgia? Yep. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure they got someone to replace him. I didn't yeah. hear about that. Yeah, okay. it's, it's next man up mentality of Georgia. Uh, obviously, we'll see what comes to happen with him. But, yeah, he's their leading, their uh, sack leader on the team. So, uh, might miss him against a team like Tennessee, who's got probably the high, highest-powered offense that Georgia's going to see this year. Yeah. Tennessee's definitely the second-best team in the East. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's come out that way. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Definitely. I think to start the year, you might have picked them fourth or fifth yep. in the East. Um, that's why we play the games, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I lean Georgia here. This is a really good line, I think. Uh, but I do lean. I just think they're going to score too many points. I think that defense makes some plays. Uh, I'm going to take Georgia laying the nearly three touchdowns. I'll take the Bulldogs, but I'm not going to bet it. I will bet the total. I might go max play on it. I just I if it, there's not 56 points in this game, I will be shocked. I think we're at odds again here. I. I like Tennessee at that number. Okay. I think they're going to be able to score some points. They'll have some longer drives this week. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think that the, that the game's close, but I, I like Georgia by a couple touchdowns at least. Okay. Um, after that, we go uh, to a struggling Iowa team. They're at home. Uh, they're taking on the Golden Gophers the of equally, Minnesota. Equally struggling. Yeah. Um, so, Iowa um, coming off. <laughs> not a good win. They did not cover against Northwestern. They only won 17 as well. Northwestern is not good at football this year. Uh, Minnesota lost to a pretty bad Illinois team. Uh, 
fourteen to six. I only scored six points. They were down fourteen to nothing forever, um, like until like three or four minutes left. After that, this might be an under game. Um, I just looked at this game. I've looked at it all week. I'm taking. Uh, I'm fading Iowa until they cover a spread. So I'm I, taking. I'm taking Minnesota as bad as they are. Iowa was outgained on offense by Northwestern, but forced three Northwestern turnovers last week. Minnesota has been battered with injuries at the running back position. I think their top guy would have been highly touted running back in the draft next year. I'm with you here. I think Minnesota covers this total. They'll bounce back from their disappointing loss to Illinois. Iowa just hasn't been impressive and to only not even come close to covering the spread against <laughs> it's Northwestern. Like three it's, or four game. Like these Iowa Wisconsin over unders are this is another it's at thirty seven. I just can't bet an under that's at 37, you know. Um, yeah, I'm going the Gophers here. I was just completely falling off, uh, totally falling off. Uh, after after that one, we got a, a big rivalry game in the ACC. Um, two teams that uh, started the year off terribly. Um, now I think they're both playing, you know, respectable football. Uh, we got Miami heading to Florida State. Uh, Miami is the two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Miami coming off a win against Georgia Tech. Uh, Florida State lost by a couple of touchdowns to NC State. NC State's legitimately good, I think, um, uh, by ACC standards, that is. Um, Got to throw jabs in there. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think they're the worst of the Power Five conferences, actually. Got to be, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think I lean Florida State. I, I do. Yeah, Jordan Travis should be back in place of Mackenzie Milton, who's been awful in all of his starts for Florida State this yeah. week. He came down. Jordan Travis came down with a flu last week, right before. So all the Florida State backers really were screwed before that game, just because Mackenzie Milton uh, got thrown into the fire. Okay. Um, Miami has been favored in five games by two and a half or more. They yeah. covered one of them. Really? Yes. So what by two and a half? Okay, I see. Was that so low? I'd say some of those maybe were a little higher spreads than that. Right. I would think. Um, yeah, I I'll go the home team. I just I keep feeling like Florida State. I think I've said this a couple two three weeks in a row. They've got to win a game like one of these games. They're just playing. They're playing for a bowl, man. They, yeah, they need like, a they need a bowl game. Um, that program needs some life. They need some uh, for sure. I think if they can get to that bowl, there's some momentum down there. I looked at their. Uh, I was looking at the recruiting classes the other day, and uh, Florida State's got a decent class sign. They got a couple five star guys, um, which they just kind of fall in your lap down there in Florida. But uh, but yeah, I'll roll. I'll roll the Seminoles. Let's. You Tyler Van Dyke is the quarterback for Miami. He's been rolling. He's played very well, throwing for over 300 yards a game, running it decent. He's he's very good. But I think Florida State is desperate, dying for a win. Dying, I'll take, man. I'll take free shoes you here. Okay. Is that our first agreement, or did we agree on Minnesota? We agreed on Minnesota. Okay, two in a row here. And uh, Mississippi State. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, after that, we go to the giant killers of this year's college football year season, um, the Purdue Boilermakers. Man, they beat which I was a fraud, but I don't think Michigan State's a fraud, and they beat them. I mean, they beat them. So um, let's see. They're playing. They're going to Ohio State. They got to play in the shoe. Uh, two teams that are hot. Purdue's three and one in the last four. Ohio State's four and zero. Oh. Uh, Purdue, man, they handled. They beat Michigan State forty to twenty nine. Uh, Ohio State won but did not cover against Nebraska, uh, 26-17. to 17. 
Um, where are you where are you going here with this one? That's a lot of points. Purdue's one of the best passing teams in the country. Aiden O'Connell threw for five hundred and thirty six yards and three touchdowns against Sparty last week. Uh huh. So he is rolling. I think this number's too big. They're on the defensive side. Uh, Walker did run very well for Michigan State. He yeah. had one hundred and forty three on the ground. I think he did put the ball on the ground one time. Ohio State might be the biggest disappointment over the last two or three weeks. Cause, Definitely. You know, I, I Definitely. know that me and you had a conversation about Ohio State maybe being the team that could challenge Georgia just based on how well they were playing offense. I don't like that anymore. What's our line here? Uh, it's at 20 now. There uh, It started at like 20 and a half, 21 in some places. Sharp, I think that number's too big. Early sharp money uh, is on Purdue, so 79% of the bets. Uh, that's public. Uh, that's public, guys. Uh, or on Ohio State, 61% of the money is on Purdue. So only, uh, what is that, 21% of the bets are making up 61% of the money. Yep. So that's big money. I don't think Purdue. Ohio State can be trusted. I don't either. And I mean, what else do we have to see from Purdue for them to not think they're going to be in this game? I mean, they're, sure, they're going to the shoe, but that only you know does so much. Um, and they, I think they beat Ohio State in 2019. Yeah. Uh, I'm Purdue that was, all the way here. That was at Purdue, but... I'm throwing a uh, I'm throwing a unit at this. I might grab this a little early too because I uh, I'm afraid I think it might by game time probably be like 19 19 and a half. Uh, so I'm gonna bet uh, I might go ahead and do that while it's at 20. Uh, so definitely Purdue. Um, after that one, we're going to uh, the team that Purdue beat last week. Uh, Michigan State takes a tough one, loses their um, undefeated uh, season hopes. Um, I still think they're good. I just think uh, that's a tough. They were at a, they were in a huge letdown spot. You know, a big win against Michigan. They're going went and, to Purdue and came and, alive late against Michigan. You yeah. know, I, I really thought Michigan was the better team. Yeah, and still is the better team at the end of that game. Yeah, uh, the voters, as we discussed earlier, obviously thought that too because Michigan State is now seven in the rankings and Michigan is six. Yes. You know, um, I, I think you got to start talking about Walker being a Heisman sleeper because yeah, yeah, had 145 yard, yards on the ground last week. He's still got the best game of the year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're looking at on quarterbacks, this guy is running the ball like um, crazy. But they're laying 13 uh, against Maryland. Uh, Michigan State is at home. I think this is a huge bounce back spot for them. I don't think Maryland's good. Uh, they lost uh, by 17 to Penn State last week. Um, I'm, I'm rolling Sparty. I think they bounce back here. You know, they hung around in that game last week against Penn State until the very end. Uh, Maryland was a hot pick last week, yep. but uh, Mich- Penn State did kind of run away with it. Talia Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Is it Tagovailoa? Tagovailoa. Yeah. Uh, Tua's brother, brother uh, maybe maybe the better way to <laughs> yeah, pronounce to, that. To He's brother. playing well. He's playing good football for Maryland. Of course, as I notated in the game before this, Aiden O'Connell threw for five thirty-six, seeing three touchdowns against Michigan State. Yeah, I worry that their secondary is a little leaky. I think thirteen is okay. a big number. I like Maryland. Like Maryland? Yep. Okay. Um, after that, a big. Uh, this is a big game. In the SEC West. Uh, we got Texas A&M. They're going to Ole Miss. Uh, it's just a two uh, two and a half point line. I think. Um, let me see real quick. They yeah still still two and a half. Is there still a scenario where Ole Miss can get to that SEC West? I'm not sure because they lose head to heads to Auburn and they lose head to heads to Alabama. That's right. They lost to Auburn. Oh, because that took them out. Yep. Um. So they're at home. Uh. They're coming off a win against Liberty. Um. Texas A&M obviously handled Auburn last week. Um. Let's see. A lot of money is on Texas A&M. Uh. Most of seventy six percent of the bets, ninety one percent of the money. 
is on AM to cover. Um, I don't know. I think this is this is hard. Ole Miss is kind of um, um, it's it's kind of been a darling team all year. Everyone's kind of really they've been a heavily bet team. Everybody likes sure. uh, everybody's liking Matt Corral a lot. I and think this is going to be the first or second best defense. I think that people he's like seen. their coach. I think people like Lane Kiffin in general. Yep. Yeah. Also, they're um, they have one of the worst defenses in the country. <laughs> they they almost gave up the back door to Liberty last week. Uh, it was their best defensive showing last week uh, since their week one game against Louisville. Yeah, A&M is six in the country in first downs. Really? So I think that Texas A&M is going to be able to move it all over the field. and They've turned a corner. You know, I, yeah. Ole Miss being at home, I think they're going to be able to move it as well. If I'm making a pick here or if I'm making any kind of play, I'm maybe playing the over. It's 56 and a half. I like that. So, you know, I can see both teams scoring in the 30s. I do like A&M to come out on top here on the road. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think they cover that number. I'm, uh, I'm going to roll Ole Miss. Uh, Texas A&M kind of in a letdown spot. Uh, big win off Auburn. Um, I'll, I'll, roll, I'll roll Ole Miss uh, here with Matt Corral. And, uh, man, that's a tough one. I'm, de- I'm not going to bet it for sure. I, that's too risky of a bet. Um after this, this has got to be the uh, biggest game in the ACC this year. Uh, we've got a uh, ranked matchup. we got NC State headed to Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest obviously came off. That was one of the bigger games this weekend. They uh, they lost to uh, North Carolina in a shootout. An and, interesting uh, factoid here, uh-huh. that was not a conference game. Huh? Yeah. Apparently, where they're in different uh, divisions, yeah. that was scheduled as a non-conference game. They neither one, I guess, had a game to play. So, if really? you want to fact check me on this, go look at the standings. Wake Forest still doesn't have an L in the loss column for conference. Are you so, serious? Yeah. So this is so this is essentially that's crazy. Yep. So Wake is undefeated in the ACC. This is for the Atlantic essentially. Because NC State's got one loss, and yep. if they win, they'd have the head-to-head. Yep. Okay. Sam Hartman is a baller. He had 398 yards and five touchdowns against North Carolina last week. Yeah. That's Wake Forest's quarterback, if you don't know. Uh, I think this can be a shootout. Shoot Wake Forest's defense is terrible. Terrible. So, uh, North Carolina State's defense is a little bit better, but they're going to be able to move the football on Wake Forest. I, I can promise you that. Uh, That's a big number. There's some tough lines. This 66 week, man. and a half is a lot of points. I think they can cover it. Uh, I like Wake at home. You like Wake at home? Yep. I'm going NC State. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going the Wolfpack. Why? Why? Yeah. I just like NC State. Okay. Yeah, I like that they got a little bit better defense. And like you said, I think uh, I think Wake Forest. Um, Fair enough. I think we're going to be cussing each other out by Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. I, the thing is, on a lot of these toss-ups, I'm not betting them. Uh, but they're, they're definitely leans. Um, I, I'm definitely going uh, going the Wolfpack here. I've just felt it all week. Okay. So, um, after that one, uh, another kind of weird game. I don't – what the hell do you make of LSU? Uh, LSU's at home. They're in Ar- – uh, they got Arkansas coming in. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. Arkansas, uh, big win against Mississippi State last week. 
Um, LSU just uh, covered a, I mean, covered easily a twenty-eight and a half point spread against Bama. They only lost by six. Yes. Uh, what do you make of the Tigers? Like this is, I mean, they've so, been the worst team and like you know a t- top twenty-five team. That, that I'm gonna say week. LSU had a drive at late in the fourth quarter to try and go ahead in that game, which is just amazing. Amazing. They're playing hard for Coach O. Uh, they're playing for a bowl. They're four and five. I think a lot of points can be scored here. Arkansas's defense isn't very good. No, Jefferson was efficient last week. He went for Arkansas at quarterback. He went 19 of 23. Yeah. Just under 200 yards, which isn't very impressive. Mag Johnson played okay last week, despite the tough one of the tougher defenses, obviously, in Alabama. Yeah. I like the way that LSU is playing for Coach O right now. I think, they, I think they win this one. I just, I hate, it's like, it's, I mean, they could come in and just not play at all, though. You know? Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> they it's, a, it's a home game. I, it's I like crazy. LSU. I like LSU at home. Arkansas's up and down. They are. I I, I like the way that LSU played last week. I, I'm going to yeah. rally behind it. I think they want to play for Coach O. So. Um, what was it, though, that uh, – didn't LSU beat Florida and then come back the next week and just get, like, crushed? Didn't that happen? I feel like that's happened. They lost Ole Miss, but it wasn't Did it lose very Ole Miss? bad, okay. I don't think. They, they might have lost um, by a couple touchdowns. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I've kind of had a feeling about LSU this week. Uh, Arkansas is coming off a, a decently big win uh, against Mississippi State. Uh, that, that's a big win for them. As you're trying to build a program, you really want those conference wins. Um, I'll, I'll roll with the home team here. Uh, maybe there's some exci- a little bit of excitement towards the end of the year just for the fan base. It's a great home field advantage. Uh, they're not even have to cover field goals, so I'll take the home the home Tigers. Um, I'm really excited about this next game. I think it's I I I, um, I think it's gonna be a really cool game to watch. Uh, Virginia is an intriguing team to me. They've been kind of up and down, um, but Notre Dame is uh, headed to Virginia. Notre Dame is a um, – are they still in the playoff hunt, weirdly? I think they uh, came in at – they're at number – they're either 11th or 9th. I can't remember. They lost I think one game, right? Nine. Just yep. a Cincy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but they're laying five and a half points on the road. Uh, what? Where are you going here? Virginia, this is probably the the toughest matchup they've had as far as what's uh, what's – in front of them on defense. Mm-hmm. Their quarterback, Brennan Armstrong, is a game-time decision with a rib injury. Okay. Um, they are coming off their bye week. He went out of that game against BYU that ended 64-49. to Uh-huh. Uh, Notre Dame has won 13 straight games in November, and they have <laughs> really? won 22 straight games versus the ACC. Which includes a wow. win over. Did they like play the ACC last year? Yeah, yeah. They, okay. they uh, plus they had that that win over Clemson, but Clemson oh. came back and blasted them. It must be yeah. a regular season wins. Okay. So, I like Notre Dame here. I you know it doesn't. I don't think it matters if Armstrong's a quarterback or not. I think yeah. it's the toughest division or the toughest defense that. Sure. Virginia's scene. I, I like Notre Dame with the um, Virginia's going to be at home. I think that crowd's going to be really juiced up. Uh, Notre Dame, uh, most certainly a lot more talented. Um, I think they pull away late, but I think you might. I, I'm taking Notre Dame to cover, but I think this might be a game where you check your phone and don't be surprised if it's like 12 minutes left and Virginia's up like four. <laughs> like for real. I mean, I think Notre Dame better, better be on upset alert. 
um, and just be kind of wary because Virginia can uh, they can kind of they can score if you're not careful. That no defense though. I, I just think the talent kind of takes over late for Notre Dame. Yep. Um, I I this is one I would probably closely closely watch before Saturday just uh-huh. to see if you can get any Brennan Armstrong news for sure. Um, after that one, we're going. Um, Going TCU is headed to Oklahoma State. TCU with a huge, I mean, uh, definitely surprising win, I would say, uh, over Baylor last week. Oklahoma State went to West Virginia, where West Virginia plays very well and handled business. They won 24-3, to no problems. Um, they're laying 12.5 points at home. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll let you know I'm on the Cowboys this week. Um let down spot for TCU after the big win, and uh, I've said it a couple times on the uh, past couple weeks. I like, I just like Oklahoma State. I'd like to see them make it in the playoff. I want them to be Oklahoma at the end of the year. Yeah, I think Mike Gundy's got his team in the spot that they want to be. They have an easy way to round it out. They have TCU this week, Texas Tech next week, and then they get ready for Bedlam against Oklahoma. Bedlam. So. Spencer Sanders, our quarterback, didn't have to do much last week. Uh, they won soundly, as you said. I like, I like Oklahoma State to cover this here. I think they take care of business and they'll yeah they roll it on. I was impressed with that when because uh, West Virginia had just won a big game. They beat Iowa State at home, um, so I was I was impressed with what Oklahoma State did last week. Um, last game of the week here, um, late late start there on the West Coast. Uh, you got Washington State headed to Oregon. Oregon uh, currently in the playoff, correct? Number three. Yep. Um, so uh, uh, Washington State's coming off a bye. Oregon did just beat Washington twenty six to sixteen. I don't know if that covered uh, or not. It uh, did. It did. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington State weirdly had a big win, like right after their coach has been fired because uh, he wouldn't get the COVID vaccine. Um, but that was a couple weeks ago, and then they weirdly won a game. Um, I think they beat like Arizona State or somebody. Um, I don't know what to what to make of this one. I'm gonna Oregon burned me earlier this year against Stanford, so I'm uh they're on my blacklist. Um, I'm out on them, so I'll <laughs> I'll take Washington State to cover. I think this is up to two touchdowns. Uh, very, so I'll take I'll take my 14 points with Washington State. Some very interesting tidbits here. Washington's been very competitive after the dismissal of their coach, as you noted. Mm-hmm. Um, they could actually win the North of the Pac-12 with a win over Oregon, okay. Arizona, and Washington. Oh, so they got to win out. Yeah. Okay. If they win out, they can win the North, which means, you know, you're looking at a Pac-12 championship game and a potential Rose Bowl berth, which is <laughs> amazing for a team that fired their coach midseason. Oh, because... Do they get an automatic bid to the Rose Bowl, the yeah. Pac-12 winner? Yeah, okay. generally. Uh, especially if they're not going to be a playoff team. So Yeah, okay. Um, Oregon has been... They they play uninspiring football against weak teams. Yeah, they were yep. very much in a game with Washington last week. Their running back kind of just closed that one out. Travis Dye he had twenty eight carries for two hundred and eleven yards. Uh-huh. That's seven and a half yards a carry. Jesus, I that is a lot. You know, I have a hard time trusting Oregon as well. Yeah, you know, I think I might have tailed you on that uh Stanford game earlier in the year so I'll blacklist Oregon here blacklist. and I'll take Washington State in the points Washington State um well we finally agreed there on a couple there at the end but we got a lot there the records are gonna be much different at the end of this week um so uh we'll see but that is the college football slate it's gonna be a fun week again uh this is that time of the year I think about everyone's been on their bye week so it's just full games uh, pretty much every week. So it's exciting stuff right now. Uh, like I said, I really hope 
Uh, I'm hoping one of these five or six teams that are in the mix for a playoff, I'd like to see one or two of them go down so we get a little more clarity. It usually happens that way. Um, I would prefer it to happen this week, and I would prefer it to happen in Oklahoma. So no no bias or anything. But <laughs> um, but that is it on the uh, college football slate. I guess we're headed to, uh, to the NFL, the wacky NFL next. for the NFL slate now. John, we had a uh, we had quite the week in the NFL last week. Very unorthodox, a lot of surprises. Uh, if you're in a survivor pool, I uh, bet that you're <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. Uh, wow. Our, Just... our friends that we did mention last week are still alive in their survivor yes. pool, though, with the risky play of the Miami Dolphins, who actually will start us off this week. Yeah. Dolphins at Ravens. Uh, Ravens gave up uh, their cover in the final minute. Uh, that one irked me quite bad. I was heavy on the Ravens last week. Uh, two is questionable in this game with a finger. When is two and not questionable at this point? Yeah. Uh, I think they're actually in Miami. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. Oh, yeah, you're good. Um, Rashad Bateman is playing good football for the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been, you know, what we expect Lamar to be. I think he's in the MVP conversation. They did find a way to win that game last week, even after his crazy interception that he threw in the overtime. The defense got a ball, got <laughs> yeah. it back. And um, Justin Tucker ended up kicking the game winning field goal. The Ravens are a lot better than the Dolphins, and especially if Jacoby Brissett is in their quarterback. I know many people, especially casuals, may not believe that uh, Jacoby Brissett is uh, that far of a drop-off from Tua. I actually think Tua's played pretty good football over the last month. Um, yeah. Or decent football, I wouldn't say good. Um, especially given the circumstances of, you know, it, he had to play with the Deshaun Watson rumors the entire time that, you know that was going on. So is that just died? Is he not going to sign with any? Is that the window? Well, traded line pass. Okay. So uh, yeah. Deshaun Watson won't. He'll be a Texan until twenty twenty two, and then okay. those talks will likely pick back up. But I thought the Dolphins handled that poorly. Just you know, yeah. it, it left them saying, "Hey, we have no confidence in you, even though we picked yeah. you with the fifth overall pick in the NFL draft." Um, what's the number here? Um, so the Ravens are seven and a half point favorite. This line stayed pretty uh, consistent. I, I think it might have started at like seven. They got bumped up a half point. Ravens have had an interesting few weeks. You know, they got slaughtered by Cincinnati, which I think is still sitting in a lot of people's heads. Yeah. And then they come back against Minnesota, and um, you know we got the return of a good Kirk Cousins in that game, and uh, yeah. he, he played okay. Didn't blow up the stat sheet or the box score, but. Um, they were in that game. Game was played in the 30s. I'm quite positive the over hit, especially with the overtime. Yeah, it, it did hit. Yeah. Um, I expect the Ravens to bounce back here. I think they can cover and win by 10 to 14. Um, the thing about the NFL, last week I'm, I'm a little nervous making picks this week. There's just so many uh, dogs won. It's got me wanting to pick some dogs. And uh, right now 
Uh, I'm showing 80 percent of bets, ninety six percent of money is on the Ravens to cover, and that just scares me to death. In this uh, league, I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, Dolphins are not good. Um, you know, let's call it space. Which is kind of a surprise, you know. I, I think everybody kind of expected them to be a wild card team or at least a sleeper for a wild card team. Yeah. Um, you know, I, me personally, as you learned in the first episode, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. So the more that they lose, the happier I'm going to be. The, the Eagles do on their first round pick. Um, so I I'm going to do the crazy. I'm going to do the, the stupid thing. I'm I'm going to back the Dolphins here. I'm going to take my seven and a half points at home. I will say what maybe kind of lean this way, even more than just the amount of money and everything on the Ravens. The Ravens coming off that crazy overtime game. It's a short week. Uh, they're having to travel, and I would, Miami won a, a relatively easy game. That they it was only seventeen to nine, but they it didn't. It was never really like a stressful game for them. You gonna play a unit here? Um, I man, I don't know if I put a unit on the Dolphins. <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> crazy. I'll make a game time decision. I've I've, I've really enjoyed watching the Thursday night games, so uh, I'll definitely take this one in. And How see much does quarterback impact your decision? Uh, Brissett isn't awful. That's my thing. Yeah, I don't think it uh, – for me, it wouldn't change it much if Tua was, like, activated before. Uh, I think they're about the same team. Really. Okay. I think Tua's a little better, obviously. But uh, right. I'll, I'll do the crazy thing and go to the Dolphins. Starting <laughs> off at odds again here. Yeah. <laughs> Jags at Colts. Uh, ja- the Jags coming off a big win against the Buffalo Bills last week. Nine to six. Bet against – Five bills, field goals, no Bet touchdowns. Josh oh. Allen, uh, what did he, who did he tackle and sack and intercept? Was it? Oh, it was Josh Allen. Oh, how many times did we hear that? <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they talked about it all week. Oh my the gosh, media, man. The media Jeez, they love that. Yep. Um, crazy. The Colts had the uh, the score gami against the Jets on Thursday night. Uh, Mike White started that game, but then ended up leaving um, it. Me and Jay were talking. That seemed like a that was a weird score. Gami to us. That seems like a score that should have happened, like forty five to thirty. You yeah, know? seems like a seems like a lot of points for two teams. I I don't know. I, Jared's big into that score. Gami thing. I'm just like I, I started oh, following their cool, Twitter whatever. account. So uh, okay. we're starting. To, we're running out of score. Gami. We had like three in like a few weeks. So. Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines is probably the. Second best one-two punch behind Chubb and Hunt yes. in the NFL. I, I really like both of those guys. I, I think like they're the gonna, Colts. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be able to run it up and down the field on the Jags. Uh, Carson's been playing a lot better. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was unimpressive in their 9-6 to six win. Of course, didn't have to be impressive as yeah. well as the defensive played. Um, you know, I, I'm going to root for the Colts to keep keep winning and Carson wins to keep playing football games because the Eagles own their their first round pick as well. So okay. Um if well they could own their first round pick uh, given, you know, some conditional things there. I like the Colts here. I, I can't see the Jags putting it together a couple of weeks in a row. That's my thing. I uh, I think a lot of team um there's a lot of uh, it's kind of a similar situation with uh, what the Colts just did. So the Jets won that game against the Bengals. The public falls in love with the underdog, the the bad team. Yep. A lot of people betting. Colts that, are a lot better than the start um, of the season now. Yeah. Now that, see, um, they had a rough schedule to start. And it was the same line. The Colts were ten and a half favorites over the Jets. They were at home and they covered. They about let the back door open, but they didn't cover. Um, but there's a lot of bets on the Jags this week. Sixty-two percent of bets on the Jags. Ninety-five percent of the money on Colts. So I like the Colts to cover. the The past few weeks tells us not to lay ten and a half with any team, but I like the Colts to cover. Okay. So I'm with you. All right, moving on to Foxborough. 
big game. I like. Yep. I love this game. Yep. yep. Browns at Patriots. So we learned uh, the Browns are the Browns. Finally, the Browns are the Browns without Odell in the lineup. Uh, the Browns are the Browns. That was a saying that was uh, taken from Baker Mayfield after they beat okay. the Steelers in the playoffs last year. Yeah. I hated seeing them do it to my Bengals, obviously, but it was kind of like I, I saw it coming. It's the weirdest thing as a Bengals fan. I just don't hate the Browns. I don't have that hate in my heart. For me, it's just always the Steelers. I yeah. hate like I just don't have that hate in my heart for the Browns. Yeah, I, you know, I, I thought that at the begin at the beginning of the year they were so talented, and then obviously they have all this drama with OBJ. They get rid of that distraction and. We'll see where he ends up. I think it's a sneaky, sneaky place for him to end up is here in New England. Um, I think yeah. I think Bill Belichick is always looking for. Was it, it was like Packers, Saints, and uh, one other team was like who everyone thought. I think New England's in the conversation. But yeah, the Pats Bill, Bill Belichick's always looking to improve that wide receiver room. He's added veterans over the year. Randy Moss, Ocho Cinco. What about know. Mac Jones being a dirty little? Yeah, guy. yeah. I, trying to break I didn't out put here. that down in my notes here, but that is a good point. What um, a dick! What a I, dick thing to I, do. I think he'll. I think he'll get a fine. Did he get fined for that? Uh, I'm I don't not think sure. It, it I just was a dirty uh, play. I just hated seeing that because when, when you watch the NFL, like they're obviously like going at each other. It's the best athletes in the world, but you can tell there's like a a respect amongst those men. Like mm-hmm. we're not trying to hurt each other purposely, and I just I hate. I really hate seeing stuff like that. I really yeah. do. That's yeah. just a dirty, dirty thing, man. Yeah. I hate that. Yep. So. Is I gotta ask you a question: Is Donovan Peoples Jones a better wide receiver than Odell Beckham at this point? Uh, I, is that disrespectful? I picked him up off waivers. But <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got him too in a league. I, I, got, I dropped him and still got him yeah. picked back up in my weird no waiver league. I did that's pick up. Uh, there is a uh, Nick Chubb is vaccinated, but he did test positive, so he has to have two uh, negative tests before he might not play again. So I picked up that. Back up again, Darnus Johnson. Yeah, uh, yeah. I picked him up, so I've got Chubb on my um, on my on my fantasy team. That's a big deal. I mean, he he spelled well when Chubb was out against. I forget who they played that week. He had a big game. It was like a Thursday night game, I think. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, they played the Broncos. Yeah. It was like a low scoring game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that definitely plays into it because I think Chubb's probably one of the best handful running backs in the league. I would say. Um, I, I kind of lean New England at home. The money's pretty even. I'll, I'll I'll just take the home team. I think it's a, a pretty even matchup. Browns probably more talented. I think it's a really up and oh, like a really back and forth matchup. Baker against Belichick. I kind of I'm obviously going to lean Belichick there every yeah, single time. He's no the doubt. defensive mastermind. Baker's up and down with how he plays on a week to week basis. You know, I, I'm not in love with this Patriots team. I don't think that Mac Jones is all that great. Mm-hmm. I think the I think it's going to be low scoring. I'd be interested in looking at the under here. Yeah. I, I can't expect the number to be that high either. But um, I, I pick the Browns. I think I'm going to roll with it just because I think they're a lot more talented than the Patriots at this and, point. And I like the pick. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm staying away from this one. It's just too even of a matchup for me. Moving back to Jerry World, we'll start with Jerry. Um, Falcons at Cowboys. Jerry Jones came down on his team this week. He, you know, said that they were expecting they nothing came unexpected from what the Broncos gave them. They knew yeah. what they were going to give them, and the Cowboys just didn't do anything. Well, about I mean, it besides like said. just the awful teams this year, does uh, I think we might have seen the two worst performances this week with the Bills and the Cowboys of any team. Definitely a letdown for yeah. them. I know that the Cowboys went for two, or they went for two fourth down conversion attempts very early in the game and didn't get them. Did you see the pump block? 
I did not. That was a weird play, and that it goes a lot different if that doesn't happen. So the uh, I forget what the halftime score was, but the Broncos dominate the first half. They come out second half, have the ball. Cowboys get a big stop. It's close to their end zone. They block the punt. Punt goes past the line of scrimmage, and since it goes past the line of scrimmage, once it touches a Cowboy, it's now a muff punt, and the Broncos get it, and now it's their ball first and ten. And I thought that was really wacky. I mean, the if, if that just stands or that ball goes backwards and the Cowboys get it, I think that game probably does go a lot different. But after that, it was just like lights out. I know most handicappers were all over the Broncos last week. I didn't yeah. see it. I thought the Broncos were absolutely horrible. They did have the, I think it was 10 days off because of the Browns game the week before. Yeah. So they had a little bit of a break there. Cowboys were coming off of a high win at Minnesota. Maybe Dak just weird coming back. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what what uh, what Dak is, how he's doing health-wise. Atlanta's interesting. Obviously got a big win at uh, the Superdome last week. Calvin Ridley is out now uh, mm-hmm. due to personal matters. Uh, just trying to get his head right. Um, you know, I, I give big shout outs to guys like that that you know are trying to trying to help themselves. And if their mind's not right, they decide to step away the game and step away from the game. I, I respect that. Uh, in the meantime, they have Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson, six catches for 126 yards. Yeah. What has that guy not done this year? He's a Swiss Army knife. Yes, he is. Uh, yep. Kyle Pitts seven. Seven catches for 62 yards last week. He continues his great campaign. I think they're playing good football. They'd be in the wild card right now, yeah. um, which is amazing based off of that week one game that they played against Philly where they only scored six points. They're three and one in the last four. I mean, yep, they some games. So here I have a hard time imagining the Cowboys don't bounce back here. I think they're just a lot more talented than the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, as much as I hope that they don't, um, I don't know. I would probably fade the Cowboys this week just because yeah. history tells us that, you know. At some we don't, point, they – We don't yeah. know, you know. Um, what I do like I, – uh, I lean Cowboys here in a bounce-back spot. Um, I do like this line started at 9.5, and, and it's down to 8.5. So there's some um, – I might see if we if it comes down a little bit more. If I get like an 8 or a 7.5, I think I might – I might go unit on the on the boys at home to rebound. Fair. And we move to the Meadowlands where the Buffalo Bills will travel and the Jets have a little bit of a quarterback controversy on their hands, Mike White or Zach Wilson. We know it's on natural controversy. Zach Wilson's a Zach franchise Wilson. quarterback. Uh, you got to roll with him if he's healthy. I'm not sure if he is. I think the Bills, you know, obviously had a great defensive performance last week, only giving up nine points. They did lose the game, as we touched on earlier with our breakdown on the Jags. I can't understand how they lost that game. I'm not sure that... I don't know what happened, man. I'm not sure that we don't see the Jets just get absolutely blitzed here. Yeah, um, I would agree. The The Bills kind of concern me a little bit. I... I I love the Bills. I love the makeup of their team. I love their quarterback. But there's just something about – I need to see it because they've just had a weird couple weeks. The AFC it's as a whole is not just good, wacky. Um, uh, you know, the NFC was so top-heavy yeah. at the beginning with those four or five teams. And, I heard a decent you know, uh, future bet right now. You can just bet uh, the NFC uh, wins the Super Bowl at, like, minus 120, and it might be decent value right now. Just the NFC beats the AFC team. Because I mean, you got to think whoever comes out's gonna the NFC team's gonna be favored in that game. Interesting. I um, kind of look to those 
and I don't want to get too off track here, but I kind of look to those two AFC South teams right now who had the battle and Carson Wentz kind of pissed the game away. Colts Titans. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, those two teams are playing better than anybody. Yep. I like the Colts. Yeah. I think they're sneaky. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I would look at maybe one of those two teams winning the AFC. I think they're both really good. Yeah. I think if – I'm not sure if Derrick Henry could possibly return by the time the playoffs start, but – I, you know, I pick the Titans to go to the Super Bowl. So yeah. if if Derrick Henry is back in January, mm-hmm. sky's the limit for yeah. that team. So uh, Bills are right there as well. Josh Allen's as good a quarterback in football as there is. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't under, I can't imagine how he doesn't bounce back here. I like the Bills. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I want to see a bounce back. I think I will see a bounce back. I can't possibly, I can't back the Jets. They played better, but uh, Bills minus thirteen. I'll lay the points. Okay, we're going to Landover, Maryland, where the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, will be coming off their bye. Uh, getting healthy, uh, they get A.B. back. I think Gronk is back. This is a playoff rematch. Uh, you can make a case that outside of the New Orleans Saints, well, all, all those Tampa games were kind of close except for the Super Bowl. Washington football team played the Tampa Played Tampa pretty tough in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Um, nine and a half is what they're getting here based on the number that we had. A lot of points. It is. And Washington's been, you know, they've been playing okay. They, they don't, they're, uh, they're bad offensively, but that yeah. defense is keeping them in games. You Both know, teams coming off a bye. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes things interesting. I don't know how you go against Tom Brady right here. But at the same time, nine and a half points is a lot of points. Yeah, I, I think their defense may get in Tom's face a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we might have a game here, but I, I think Tampa pulls it out. But I like Washington with the points. I agree. I, uh, I'm I'm not um, I'm not going against a home team with nine and a half points. So yep, Washington. Okay, uh, to the Steel City we go. Pittsburgh's defense on Monday night was kind of a mystery to me. They were really hot out of the gate. They Made made it tough on Justin Fields, and then they folded. Late. I, th- I think we saw Fields maybe grow a little bit right before us. Uh, I think he got more comfortable as the game went. Yep. Um, that's a hell of an environment to go into. I mean, prime time in Pittsburgh. So, so, so and uh, the stripes are against you, obviously. Yeah. I'm not a big guy on that, but that was ridiculous. You know, the Steelers. The, some of those calls were just amazing. I think I saw that the Steelers' record in the fourth quarter when leading games by two touchdowns or more mm-hmm. were are 215-0 and in one. Really? Which is insane. That is crazy. Even yep. with those circumstances, that is kind of crazy. Yeah, that is that is incredible. Uh, I'll always Steel- hate the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers, they just, man, year after year after year, they haven't had a losing season since 2003. Love their coach. Yeah, Love the coach. Mike Tomlin's a good coach. Yep. Uh, they they don't fire coaches, man. I mean, they yeah. went from Chuck Knoll to um, Bill Pat- Cower to yeah. to Mike Tomlin, which is just remarkable. Uh, I still don't like Big Ben in this offense. I think their offense is still very shaky. The bright spot is Najee Harris, who's running the ball very very well. Yeah, they get the Lions, the lowly Lions, coming off the bye week. Lowly Lions. The Lions were toasted on the ground against the Eagles. Yeah. Thirty six carries over two hundred yards. I, I, if you're looking for a fantasy guy this week to Najee. play, Najee Harris is a must start for me. Yeah. Um, you know the Brent, the Lions are so bad. I 
I can't back them here. I think the Steelers cover this one. I did. I, I did too, man. I hate. I hate the Steelers. <laughs> I just hate them. Yeah, most most Bengals fans do. That was the worst fish. That was one of the probably the worst officiated game in the NFL I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I mean it was, I that was really bad. Like that. that was really bad for sure. For sure, Vikings at Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert last week. <laughs> I obviously heard all about this listening to Philly media and everything. Justin Herbert was touched one time in that game last week. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely shredded the Philadelphia Eagles defense. The Eagles defense is on track to have one of the worst seasons against quarterbacks ever. Um, you know, the Vikings are have one of those sneaky fan bases. They're they're pretty well regarded. They travel well. I'm thinking it's just going to be another road game in their home stadium for the Chargers here. Yeah, um, I tell you, I think I'm on the Vikings. <laughs> I kind of like the Vikings. I really okay. do. Yeah, the, the Chargers um, are. You know, they're in tight games. It seems just about every single week. As good as Justin Herbert is, Joey Bosa is you know as explosive as a player as there is in this league. I you know I I can definitely see it. I've had a hard time by backing the Vikings as of late, but I'm honestly getting burned for it because I pick against them every single week, and they just They're, find ways uh, to cover. They tend to just they be didn't cover. Uh, they the, didn't cover again. They covered against the Ravens. Yes. They didn't cover against the Cowboys. So yeah, because they're I think they're favored. Right. Um, uh, Vikings just tend to be in like kind of wacky games. It mm-hmm. seems like just weird games. Yep. Um, I, I like the Vikings, especially. I think this one's gone. Uh, it's up to a field, a full field goal now, so you can get uh, you can get Vikings plus three. And I'm going to back them. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Just Chargers have no home field advantage. The the I noticed in that Vikings game against the Cowboys, I think that they didn't generate a lot of pressure on Cooper Rush, and that opened yeah. up Amari and CD to do what they do. And you know, if if the Chargers can duplicate that to where Herbert just has. A lots of time to throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the Chargers can cover this number. I think I'm going to stick with the Chargers this uh, this week, okay. and I'll I'll stay away from the Vikings. One last time. <laughs> one more. One more ride. Panthers at Cardinals. Uh, so Sam Darnold has went on the injured reserve with a shoulder. So we will get PJ Walker. Who Upgrade. Was the Upgrade. Former XFL star. Upgrade. Yeah, I think you could be right. I know a lot of people were calling for P.J. Walker in the preseason. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean. You know, Sam got off to the decent start, and then he lost what, Is it a Matt Rule? Is that his name? Yeah. He was, uh, I think he's just done with, with Darnold. He's, he was just straight calling about it. Like, it out, yeah, man. he was just like, man, we can't do that. He's like throwing up balls. Like, we, 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 we're not doing that. He said that he's in the a, press conference. Just... So, um, yeah, that doesn't affect my thoughts in this game, really. Yeah. So, um. Kyle Murray was out last week. Uh, he should be back in the lineup this week with his ankle. I know that. Uh, hey, shout out Colt McCoy, dude! I didn't even realize he was still in the league. Yeah, Colt's and, done. Uh, Colt's done some decent dude, stuff. And solid as a backup, backup quarterback. Yeah. Colt, solid backup play. I, I, mm-hmm. I enjoy watching him. Play. James Conner really revved it up and turned back the clocks and looked like his uh, his self from Pittsburgh whenever he was uh, in relief of Le'Veon Bell that one year. Yeah, but. Um, I know that Hopkins didn't practice on Wednesday, so they might be without him. You know, with the quarterback change, McCaffrey in the lineup, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to roll the 
roll the Panthers out here just because it's a big number. Uh, and I, I think they're a more talented team than given credit for. And uh, yeah. Sam Darnold may be holding them back a little bit. Yeah. I think the Cardinals should win the game. Um, and I think uh, I agree with you here on all the same points. And I think there's something about uh, sometimes when there's quarterback struggles, I don't think the Panthers players rally or, or like rallying behind Darnold. And I think when a backup comes in, I think there's like an extra boost almost for the rest of the guys. They just they play their heart out. And uh, that's a lot of points. I think the Cardinals are legit. Uh, absolutely uh, Super Bowl contender, but I'll take my nine and a half, even on the road with the Panthers, for sure. All right, to Lambeau we go. Uh, have a return of two top five quarterbacks here, in my opinion. Uh, Russell Wilson is practicing this week for the Seattle Seahawks, and Aaron Rodgers in what has just been a, you know, the talk of the NFL for two weeks. Yeah. He's a top five COVID positive of all yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's definitely put out some uh, some crazy crazy talk out there. Uh, he's you such know. a funny guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love I, the guy. I do too. Yeah. I, you know, everybody's gonna have an opinion on this. Uh, got fined. Uh, isn't gonna miss this game. I think we're just going to get the ultimate pissed off Aaron Rodgers in this game. I agree. And I he went him. on uh, Pat McAfee and he apologized and like the only way I can imagine Aaron Rodgers can apologize. It was like so like half of his like I may or may not have mm-hmm. misled people maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what did you what did so you make funny. of the Jordan Love debut? Uh man, not great. I thought that uh, they should have leaned on that running game a little bit more maybe. I don't they couldn't move the ball like hardly but Maybe I'm remembering wrong. Um, I think clearly I AJ Dillon was running it really hard at the beginning of yeah. the game. Um, he just runs hard. I think general. if Rodgers plays in that game, I think the Chiefs lose by two or three touchdowns. Yes, uh, I, I think I'm with think. you. Yep. Um, um, Aaron Aaron Rodgers just makes Packers backdoored it. They backdoor covered. Yep. I like the Packers. I think a lot of people did just because the Chiefs can't be trusted right now. Yeah. You know Russell Wilson coming back for the Seahawks team is yeah. a big deal um and i don't know what to uh there seems to be like some momentum behind the seahawks because of that but let's not forget like if if wilson was never out and rogers was never out the packers are the better team right? right so um it's not a huge spread they're at home i i'm with you on the on the packers okay yep i think we skipped uh saints and titans uh up there okay um, yeah before we get okay uh saints at Titans, our line here is minus three. Mm-hmm. Titans are playing as good as anybody right now. Uh, the Saints are, you know, they're playing okay behind Trevor Simeon so far. Could be in the OBJ sweepstakes. We will see how that makes out through the weekend. Yeah. Alvin Kamara, man, is just as, uh, so as strong as they come in this league. Uh, he's a he's a must play. I know he was a little banged up this week, and they're a little worried about him. Uh, Titans, big surprise on the road to go without their, you know their their king and they, man. just lay it on the Los Angeles Rams. That was a big surprise to me. Crushed them. Yeah, I think you called that one that they would cover that one. 
it seems it just seemed like a lot of points. I certainly didn't think they were gonna. I didn't call it outright. Like, but yeah, I just thought that was a lot of points. Um, yeah, they're even without him. Their defense has come a long way since the beginning of the year. I know they had a lot of injuries, but man, Jeffrey Simmons had three sacks in the first half because they gave up a lot of points to the Jets before the whole Mike White experience thing. Right. Um. So yeah, the right. defenses they were banged up on up. offense that week. I, I think all they had was a uh, Henry and I. I think Tannehill didn't. He didn't play yeah, in that game. Uh, so. A.J. Brown's uh, becoming himself. That that receiving core has kind of turned up a little bit. Yeah. Sure. You know, two, two, two – I can't call Mike Rabel a great coach. I think Sean Payton is, you know, he's noticed as a great coach in this league or highly regarded as a good coach. I think Mike Rabel's a solid coach. I could see this game ending 27-24. I, I don't yeah. hate the Saints – Titans have been riding high for about a month now. So, so high, yep. yeah, so high. Saints coming off a tough, uh, tough loss too. Yep. Um, I the thing into it was two and a half to start. It's up to three. Uh, if I if I I don't think I'm I'm not gonna bet it early. If it's Sunday and it's still a three point line, I think I'll do one unit Saints. Okay. Yeah. If it's if it's eleven o'clock Sunday morning, I'll I'll hit it. All right. To mile high. Um, so the Eagles are traveling to Denver. Uh, I was telling you earlier today, the Eagles haven't won in Denver since the eighties. Yeah. And that picture you sent me that those, just the results that you're right. They get, they're getting blown out. It wasn't even close to being, yeah, you know, they, they have not played well, um, in these elements. Um, <laughs> I, I can't really make any sense of why that is the case other than maybe they just don't like the elevation. Uh, obviously different team. They don't go there much, but last week Jalen Hurts threw the ball for 161 yards. 116 of those went to Devonta Smith. Really? That's just not good. They enough. played a pretty good game against they the Chargers. They did. They did. I'm um, happy with it. They ran yeah. the ball well. I think they're going to continue that And attack. the defense struggled, but the Chargers have a really good offense. Man, that that defense is. Uh, I could. You got a lot of draft picks. I could have so. a go. I could have a whole podcast on just how bad that defense has yeah. been this year alone. But Jalen, I I can't get behind him right now. I think the Eagles are gonna have to start exploring their options in this upcoming draft. Devonta Smith is a budding star in this league. I think so too. Yep. You know, I, I to he he was a big part of the reason why the Eagles are in that game. He he matched it with some big catches and there is know. a connection there with Hertz and Smith too. There's definitely a chemistry. Yep. They have the Bama connection, obviously yep. play together. I have a hard time trusting the Eagles in this spot. I, I've seen this story so many times where they play a team a play a team the week before that's really good and they lose and then they just go and tuck their tails on the road. Yeah. I'm not trusting them here. I, I like the Broncos and I hate to do that. Um, I'm calling fluke on the Broncos win at the Cowboys. Uh, as impressive as it was, I think that was more Cowboys than Broncos. And I like I said, I think that weird punt play at the beginning of the second half. Uh, it's kind of adds to that for me because I watched that live. If that goes the way it should have gone, I think the Cowboys either make that a game, maybe come back. Uh, I'm rolling Eagles, and it's up to and it's up to minus three. People on the Broncos, obviously, after their Cowboys game, if I can get it plus three Eagles, I'll play it. Teddy Bridgewater is going to dink and duck this team to death. Is all I'm going to say, and that's Devontae not a Smith good thing. Smith is going to just get chunks of yardage, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. <Okay. laughs> if we I might actually get the. Uh, might get the uh, Bama on Bama matchup here. Um, 
Patrick Sartain is a quarter. Oh yeah, for, uh, I think I saw something. Maybe he's hurt or injured or something. Okay, uh, hopefully not. Um, but yeah, gotcha. Tons of Bama guys in the league. So Sunday night we go to Sin City. The Chiefs are going to take on the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders added Deshaun Jackson this week. Yeah, so I were, like that. Yeah, I like it. They replaced one uh, burner and Henry Ruggs. We all know the situation there. If you're a sports fan and listen to this podcast, uh, you probably know the Henry Ruggs situation pretty well by now. Uh, Deshaun Jackson might have been the fastest person in this league at one time. I'd they, say for sure. Yep. It had to be. For sure. Um Derek Carr is playing pretty good football. He kind of let one get away from him at the end of last week's game, fumbled yeah. it late, and they, they had a chance to go tie it up and just didn't get it done in the Meadowlands. But yeah. And the Giants, I think uh, people kind of lump them in with, like, they're, they're a little step above, like, the Jets and the Jags. They're they're not quite like Yeah, that bad, yeah, there's, there's some talent on that team. I sure. think Daniel Jones is better than a lot of people give him credit for, even though I – can't I don't think much him. of the guy. Yeah. yeah, hard to trust. He's up and down, much like, you know, Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield, yeah. whoever, you want, whoever you want to pull out there. Kansas City is just too hard to trust right now. No, and I, I don't get it either because they didn't, once again, they didn't cover last week. Um, this game, um, no, the Chargers beat the Chiefs early They're favored in again. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's two and a half. I don't think it gets to three, but the public's back on the Chiefs again. Mm-hmm. And I'm fading the shit out of it. I just I don't get it. I think the Raiders have the better team. I, you know, I just think they do. I think they're yeah, better, the, and they're at home. Yeah, uh, Mahomes and Kelsey. That connection looks a little off. I think Tyreek Hill is, you know, one of the two or three best players in football. A lot of people might yeah, think. I don't that's, disagree. Yeah, that's a little outlandish. I, I don't think so. The guy's just a. There's definitely an argument. For yeah, sure. I can, I can see the argument. Yeah, I, Patrick's just the the shenanigans that he pulls on the football field. They're just not there it's, this year. Um, people have, have it's been figured out a little bit how to defend. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's twenty, what there's thirty one other teams with really good coaches and really good players. You know, and the game plans out. You know what needs to be brought up about Kansas City though is every now and then they show up with an elite defensive performance like they did last week. Yeah, you know, because Jordan Love. Well, I mean, does yeah. that matter? I, I think Rodgers would have put up three or four touchdowns. Well, I mean, they did the yeah. – Kansas City's you – know, Kansas City played a pretty good defensive game against New York the week before. Yeah. So, you know, they – I'm on Derek Carr hard this week, dude. I love the Raiders here. Love it. I love it. Yeah, Kansas City might just be too hard to trust, but – I'll go down in flames with that pick straight up. I think, I think Derek Carr – this is about the point in the season where we start to see a trend downhill. I'm picking the Chiefs on Sunday night. Going Chiefs? Yep. Okay. I like the Chiefs. I think they fix it this week. They haven't fixed it yet. They get it done this week. Rams at 49ers uh-huh. going to the Bay Area. Heard some talk this week, some chatter that Kyle Shanahan could be on the hot seat. I personally think that would be a huge mistake. You like especially him? With, yeah. yeah, I, I think he's a really good offensive mind in this mm-hmm. league. Um, he was the complete brains of the operation in Atlanta whenever Matt Ryan won the MVP and okay. uh, the Falcons lost the Super Bowl that we all remember, 28-3. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, he just hasn't yeah. – Garoppolo, he might have been their guy for a minute. Yeah. But Trey Lance is his guy. Garoppolo's up and down. He had the great game against Chicago, and then last week he just falls flat on his face against a team that didn't have their quarterback. 
49ers, man. They, had, need, they fell off so hard. And they came from off that a, Super Bowl. They came off a bad loss last week. It's it's crazy to even week. think at this point that the char, that the 49ers are in the Super Bowl in 2019. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it feels so distant. Far gone. I remember so far gone. I remember their Super Bowl against the Ravens with Kaepernick better than yeah. I did that one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's it's amazing to me. Uh, you know, Kittle put the ball on the ground last week, which was a big surprise. Kittle's one of the best players. This is his first game back, too, yeah. for a while. I just don't know with this team right now. I, I don't know how to trust them. The Rams are in a bounce, in a big bounce-back spot, but mm-hmm. Stafford in primetime has but to be. But the Niners are kind of in a bounce-back spot, too. They, I mean, they didn't... They didn't play very well against the Cardinals. Yeah. The Cardinals put it to Division them. game. Yeah. And uh, the Niners, I think, were they to the point of being favored in that game? Because They were favored. Yeah, because but it, it flipped because uh, once Murray went out, that it, it was originally Cardinals and went all the way Yeah, it went from Cardinals two and a half to 49ers, I want to say three and a half. Yeah. And I should have seen that because that's a classic play amongst handicappers whenever you see reverse movement like that to play the original favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, should have seen that really once especially when you have out. a team coming off 10 days rest and yeah and uh and you know I, I don't know it, the my gut tells me the Rams kind of like what you're saying but another thing that needs to be talked about though is Matt Stafford was in Detroit all these years they don't get very many primetime games just because yeah. you know of how historically bad that team is Matt Stafford although he took the lines to the playoffs a couple times uh-huh. just in these spots, I, I don't know if I can trust him in these spots under the lights just uh-huh. yet. Monday night isn't as potent as Sunday night or the mm-hmm. Thursday night. Thursday night maybe not as much, but you know I I want to see it from Matt Stafford. I, yeah. I you know we haven't seen it yeah. since the matchup with Ta- with Tampa yeah. early in the year uh-huh. where they just put it on them and everybody expected oh well the Rams are the team to beat they're the best team yeah. they got the magician head coach. Yeah, you know the wizard doing his thing, and then they got Matt Stafford out there. They have all these weapons. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup's been the best receiver in football this year. He's the shit. Van Jefferson him. is a solid number three. Yeah. Their running game's okay, and the defense. They are going to get Von Miller Monday night. So yeah. Um, um I, the thing with me is uh, a lot of money already on the Rams. Minus four. I think once Monday night rolls around. I think that you might be able to get that line, see that line go up more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean Niners. You know, I, I think I'm gonna go with the Rams. I, I just don't see how they don't bounce back. The if you want a future, uh, maybe look at the the line for the NFC West right now. I think yeah. you could maybe play a play on uh, any of those three teams. I mean. Mm-hmm. At what point do you look at those three teams and say, hey, they're all going to play each other at some point. Why wouldn't I just take the best quarterback and take Russell Wilson and the Seahawks? Sure. That's where you're getting the the most value. That defense so. is tough to trust. But yeah. it's got, it seems like it's gotten a little better maybe, that Seahawks defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. The NFC is wild. It is. You're going to end up having a really good team on the road in a wild card game. Yeah. Like, you know, like a team that just does, shouldn't really deserve to be there. For sure. Um, 
Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how it shakes out. And the the race for the top seed in that conference is gonna it's be crazy. crazy. I know that we have Green Bay Rams coming up in a matter of weeks. So. And the Cardinals, the last game of the year is Cardinals somebody. I want to say it's like Cardinals Cowboys. Okay. Uh, I think it's like nah, I think they come up pretty soon. Is that soon? Yeah. There's there's one. There's a game. At Typically, the end a lot of, the of games at the end of the year, division games. Okay. So. Um, might be like something. a Cardinals Rams or a Cardinals Seahawks. Maybe that's something it. Like that. Something like that. Um, but yeah, very I, well come down. Could come down to the very. I just end. Uh, tell you, I love the Sunday slate again, man. There's just a bunch of good games. I can't wait till Sunday goes around. I put on Red Zone. It's my favorite day. I can't yeah. wait. I just so, uh, I love Buffalo another down. great, just great slate. I mean, Browns Pats. I mean, Falcons Cowboys Saints Titans. Uh, like you said, Bucks Washington, that could be a good game. It's yeah. fun. I kind of like the college slate a little bit more this week yeah, uh, like from a from too. a betting standpoint. But you know, the NFL it gives us so much parity every single week and every single year. You really never know what you're going to get at this point. Yeah, um, but uh, this week should be fun. We we a lot, lot of disagreements on the a lot of disagreements in college. We agreed on some in the NFL, but um, good discussion, talking both sides. Um, yeah, we'll see how we see how we end up. So it's been a fun episode. Yeah, I think we're gonna introduce some. Oh maybe. yeah, we are gonna do one more, uh, uh, one more segment uh, coming up next. Uh, but yeah, that's your uh, that's your NFL. Let's make sure we play like the fucking New York Jets and not some fucking slap dick team. That's what I want to see tomorrow. Do we understand what the fuck I want to see tomorrow? Let's go to eat a goddamn snack with our new segment this is the slap dick team of the week this is just the team that played like a bunch of dicks last week so john who do we have we're gonna go with the buffalo bills the buffalo bills no one circles the wagons like the buffalo bills. <laughs> no they do not so <laughs> i believe it was 14 and a half 14 and a half was the spread maybe 14 in some book at some books yes <sighs> I, I just can't make any sense of this one. I thought Urban Meyer was on his way out of the NFL, especially after right. he got blown out by Geno Smith the week before. I you couldn't score against an Urban a score a touchdown against an Urban Meyer. Trevor Lawrence defense. only threw for like 118 yards. Like what? What are y'all doing? They didn't even have James Robinson out they there. They scored two field goals. It's it's mind blowing. It's mind boggling. The Bills are supposed to be one of the best teams of the AFC. They're supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFL. Did you mention this? The Seahawks on Halloween, led by Geno Smith, scored 31 yeah. on the Jags. Uh, uh, it's slap dicks. Maybe just one of those things. Slap dicks. Let's go eat a snack. Let's go eat a snack after watching what the Bills did. Um, okay, so there's our slap dick team. And now we head to our immortal locks of the week. John and I are going to pick one NFL game or one NFL bet and one college bet that is our absolute lock. Put the car, rent, put everything on it. This is absolute lock of the week and we're going to see how how our locks do. So what what are your locks this week, John? This is risky. Uh, I am going to double up on the Pittsburgh teams this week. So I like mm. I like the University of Pittsburgh tomorrow against North Carolina. I think Kenny Pickett comes out hot. I know I know North Carolina doesn't have an answer for him. Yeah. And then in the NFL, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming off the Monday night game against the Chicago Bears. And they barely squeaked by. 
kicked a game-winning field goal, go-ahead field goal. And, you know, Lions are coming off a bye. I still don't trust that team. They they played hard for Dan Campbell at the beginning, but yeah. then they let the Eagles, my Eagles, come in there and just run it down their throat. Najee Harris is going to have a big game, as I told you in the NFL breakdown. Play him in daily fantasy sports. You're not going to want to let him go by because he's going off. Yes, he might score four touchdowns. I like maybe it. not maybe not that many. I like but the Steelers. Pick. I'm locking. I'm locking the Steelers up. I hate it. I hate to say that, but I do like the Steelers pick. Uh, I think the pit the the Pitt Panthers. I would maybe like you said a little nervous about that one, but I do. Um, I I could definitely see it for sure. Um, I'm going. I kind of touched on both of these in college. I'm going the over in the Tennessee Georgia game. I've already locked it in. It's a max play. The number is 56 points. I think that's way too low. I think Tennessee gets to 20, and I will be pretty surprised if uh, Georgia doesn't get to 40 on that defense. It's going to be I'm gonna play pretty fast pace, just the way Tennessee uh, plays. Um, it'll be in Neyland Stadium, so that'll keep Tennessee in it a little bit longer, which I think would promote more points being scored. Um, I think that game gets in the 60s. And then the NFL touched on this one as well. I cannot figure out how or why the Chiefs are favorites on the road. They're going to um, to Vegas. That's right, right? Yeah, it's at Vegas. Um, people, for some reason, are still on the Chiefs. I think the Raiders have the better team. I, you know, they're just playing better. I'm going Raiders plus the points all day. I will take my points with the Raiders plus two and a half. Raiders uh, over Tennessee, Georgia, Immortal Locks of the Week. I think you're losing the NFL one. You think I'm losing the NFL one? I do. Dude, I do. I'm I, taking my points, bro. I think this is the week that she's figured it out. I think the Raiders, it's about that time. It's about that time that, it, you know, they start hot. They weirdly start hot. And yeah. And just find a way to let it crumble apart. Um, We'll see. Yep. Well, ideally, hopefully they all hit so yeah, far. So our locks true. keep. Hopefully we're four and zero with our back locks. these picks. Please back back these the picks. picks yeah. Put everything. We on. need we need the clout. We need. Is that what they call it? <laughs> yeah, clout. The clout. No the cap, bro. The publicity. Yeah. Yep. We um, need it. But yeah, fun episode. Uh, we'll see how we do. We're hoping for some. Uh, hopefully a better week than last week. Let's make some yep. money. We're so. gonna have some new. Gonna have some new uh, information for you all next week about more ways to follow us. And that way we can get this podcast rolling to more than just eighteen people. Yeah, let's do it. I'm I'm have, having a blast doing it. It's still yep, it's, it's still fun so much no fun. matter what. So, um, but yeah, we'll see you guys next week, and uh, let's uh, let's watch these games. It's gonna be gonna be a good weekend. Let's get this money. Shut